one. And ho, ho, ho. Uh, this is Oliver with another Christmas special Advent Calendar 2020 for my show. And we have Ashley Green on the other side, another magician. Uh, we had Aiden O'Sullivan before. That's his um, co-host, I think it's called. <laughs> <laughs> a host on our podcast yeah we uh we do work very very closely together me and aiden yeah and aiden what how did he describe himself a mind magician and you are oh interesting one um see aiden does a lot of psychological stuff and and it comes down to like understanding body language and, and human behavior but for me i um i'm a mind reader same again so i get inside people's minds and tell them what they're thinking, but it's very much uh, more of that psychic vibe. So I do a lot of tarot readings, a lot of predictions in the future. I've got my tarot cards with me just behind <laughs> me. And um, and what we're going to be talking about today is actually along those lines as well. So something, something really interesting and different. I think it's going to take some really interesting turns today. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole Advents uh, calendar project has been very interesting for me so far and i love it so much to get all these different views and books right and that's also why i i put it open and say whatever book it is so what is the book for you and why is it so important to you well um first of all the the reason why i wanted to talk about it today was like I have a background i absolutely love magicians and magic and, <laughs> and when i was younger i used to do a lot of circus skills and magic and card tricks. So as we're recording this behind me, all my all my magic books. But but like I said earlier, when I became a teenager, I became fascinated with with psychics and and people doing just extraordinary stuff and doing stuff which made people go, "Wow, that's um, that's weird." And um, I, I, anyway, I got speaking to a few people like Yuri Geller and that, like the spoon bendy guy, and um, I had some cool chats. Uh, done some cool things and and it led me down that path and um you know fast forward a few years from back then i started collecting a lot of books and um and one of them uh was an old old book uh, all to do with uh, divination cards more specifically zodiacal cards um so that's why i bought it with me today i i was thinking oh it almost made the cut and, and you're going to probably hear a bit of rustling because they're they're old books so i'm going to go in the bubble wrap now <laughs> the bubble wrap you, you but I nearly bought uh, this one. I recently got it for Christmas. The only problem of why I didn't make it, um, I say this one thinking you guys can see it, and then shortly realizing we are on a podcast and uh, and you can't. Um, but this is a book from the 1920s, so precisely 100 years old, and it's um, uh, one of Houdini's books. It's uh, a first edition, uh, Miracle uh, Mongers and Their Methods. Uh, some real, real interesting uh, things in there about just bizarre people who could like withstand heat superhuman strength and uh all real like weird and bizarre sideshow stuff so it, it it nearly made the cut because i thought what a cool uh, what a cool book like a first edition houdini book but i haven't read it so i couldn't really talk about it uh, so what i decided to bring along today um oliver was um I'm going to say it again so all those lovely people can think, oh, we're not here, actually. We can't see it. What's this? And for those listening, uh, this is The Zodiacal Cards and How to Use Them by Grace Angela. And this is from 
1902, a very, very old book. Um, there was only a small run of them, and I believe they were printed out in, uh, I believe it was America, um, in, uh, yeah, in New York, and um, a small run of them. And and it's all about um, specific divination cards. So, you know, like tarot cards, right? Yep. Yeah, so it's all to do with, like, telling the future, um, divining certain things about people. And that's, uh, that's it looks what this old. is. It looks it, really old. It, it has the same color as your uh, wardrobe in the back, almost. <laughs> stained with history, I like to call it. It's it's really brown, beige. uh it even I can even smell it <laughs> when I look yeah, at it. It has got that. Let me let me hold it up to the mic. <laughs> you guys at home, let me know if you can smell that. <laughs> it's uh, no, it's got that. You can you can tell it's old. And there's just some beautiful uh, beautiful drawings um, of of star signs, which again you guys can't see, um, and maps and and on all sorts of things in here. But it's really like you can you can see Oliver like there's what 50 70 pages here uh well 94 and it's on this one specific thing but for me it's just yeah it's i'm fascinated in it because obviously it's to do with like my background and what i love but just the age and uh and the history and some of the interesting things which i'm sure we'll get into in a second so yeah this is what i bought along today the zodiac cards how to use them by grace angela from 1902 so anyone which wants to have a copy will have a hard time. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. Um, I would say contact Grace, but I don't <laughs> think she's around anymore. Um, um, yeah, no, they, you you probably Google it. Um, probably find a copy online somewhere. It might exist, but I know it was like a like a super limited run, and like it was never reprinted or anything like that. It was just bang first editions. And that was it. Wow. And how did you find it? Uh, so I didn't. <laughs> this is the interesting story. Uh, much like with the Houdini book and this book, um, I'm actually going to put it down because I get, <laughs> I wrap them in bubble wrap and I get worried about getting them out. Um, <laughs> I um, I got it from my girlfriend and um, she, uh, she cottoned on very early on that I love collecting weird stuff. Like, I have a, a box in my room that I got from this. Uh, this podcast is going to go real weird now. Like, <laughs> what were we, like five minutes in and already I'm about to talk about ghosts here. So, yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> I got this. Um, I got an old wooden box from this, uh, this dead lady's house, haunted. Strange things always happened with that. I was taking it home. I thought I could see someone in my car, nearly crashed. It's haunted. Uh, she bought me like a... a dead bat skeleton from uh, a taxidermist um and uh, and yeah and eventually she uh, she found that she was looking at like the types of books i read and she knew i was interested in tarot and she knew when i perform i perform with that psychic flair like i'm obsessed with like looking at people and guessing what they're thinking and and she went okay i found this and literally it was a google search she stumbled across it and uh, there was one copy available and she went yeah no i'll uh, i'll grab that so uh that's a long story um to get to the point of how did you get it but eventually i didn't my girlfriend just found it online <laughs> bought it and then wrapped it up as a little present for me uh was it a special occasion or you just got it like hello dear yeah yeah no just uh just a 
just a birthday. The uh, the bat skeleton that came for anniversary. No, uh, Valentine's Day was a bat skeleton, <laughs> and um, the uh, the psychic book was for the birthday. So. <laughs> If you haven't guessed already, I have a very weird taste in things. And I say that looking up at my cult shelf full of palm history, Ouija boards and bizarre objects. Okay. I mean, you're on the right podcast. Um, I, I made a turnaround this summer from more creativity and innovation to more the mystical and spiritual. I had people which died and came back twice on the show. I had... Uh, Kedrich Olsen twice on the show, which is talking about um, mysticism, spirituality, the uh, the hidden folks, uh, runes, and so on and so forth. So something in your taste. And he lived in a house which was haunted, right? So you're not the first one, I <laughs> I have to say, but um, I, I think it's I feel like I'm at home. I feel like I'm at home here. <laughs> I, I I'm really interested in listening to stories like that it, it's cool um but i'm more like you presenting that i'm more like thinking what a girlfriend <laughs> giving those type of gifts for birthdays and valentine's day yeah there's many people that say that and sometimes people <laughs> say it in different tones of voice like what a girlfriend buying a bat skeleton for valentine's day and other people go what a girlfriend that's amazing <laughs> you can say that phrase in many different tones but she knows me very well <laughs> yeah i mean definitely she does and she accepts your special taste <laughs> strangeness strangeness we call Strange it that. strangeness uh you know who knows a few hundred years ago that might have been the norm who knows we just have forgotten it. Um, so, yeah, did you actually read it? Yes. And um, this is, this is I'm going to pick it up again because I just like holding it for this. Um, you know, the, the real interesting thing, and um, this is what I like about these books, because, you know, you're, look, you're reading something which is really over 200 years ago, or what, 118 years ago, and, you know, in a few months from recording this is going to be 119 years old and you're getting someone's views from way way back then you know this is it's not a story it's not a novel this is something that someone actually done and and for me interested in like reading tarot cards and, and doing like divinations about people's future and like what's to come finding out and understanding how someone done it way back then and, and seeing all of the different things they talked about it's it's incredible and um you know there's been many different types of these things over the years I, i've done a lot of research when i bought the book after reading it and um in short what it's about it tells you how to use said cards like that's the book <laughs> there we go <laughs> you said come on here speak for five minutes about the book but if you want to hear about the book it tells you how to use the cards to read the future. That, that, that's all it says in there. But it's but it's those interesting stories around. And, and why I think it's interesting is because, like, this is what someone actually done. Like, they actually done this over 100 years ago. And when they had friends coming around, when, when they had people interested in finding out about their futures, this is what this lady actually done. Like, she would deal out her specific cards which she had made. And, you know, the interesting story was that, like, this just shows, like, how unknown this really is. Throughout the years, there's been many, uh, 
many different ways of predicting futures uh, and, and divining thoughts. Like you, you mentioned runes early, and I, I always have said about Tarot 500 times so far. And you had um, in England, before we had the tarot cards, uh, playing cards were a traditional uh, divination system uh, known as cartomancy. And you've had a million and one different things in between. You've got psychics uh, nowadays uh, local to me that use candle wax. You know, you've got tea leaf readings. I know some people that fold pieces of paper um, to, to predict futures. And, and it's varied. Is it, like isn't, it the coffee, some... isn't it also the coffee, what you have in the bottom? You yeah, know, you uh, turn it was it Turkish coffee as well, is it, I think? Yeah, something yeah, like that. Empty upside down. And um, I spoke to a well-known psychic over here, and I said, I'd love to have some more information about this. And they literally turned around to me and said, I have never heard of this person in my life. I have never heard of those types of cards. And, um, you know, on one hand, it was slightly annoying because I would have liked to get a, get the actual set, which this lady talks about in her book. But on the other side, like on the other flip side of the coin, it makes it more interesting because now I'm thinking, Okay, I've spoken to a lot of people about this lady and about like the contents of the book, like what's involved with like predicting the future and that, and no one knows about her. And now I'm like, oh, now it just got interesting because I feel special reading it because there's not many people who have read like the contents and and how that lady predicted the future. Like it goes dark. Um, I don't know if you know about like divination systems like back then, but they talk about a lot of morbid stuff nowadays psychics keep it kind of light-hearted you've got mediums that talk about obviously uh dead relatives and, and stuff like that but it's fairly fairly light-hearted i mean back then you're looking at a lot of like um talking about infertility suicide death and you're like crikey but it, it just shows how we've shifted and how how entertainment in that nature has shifted along the years and that's what really just it's, it's what i love and it's why i've spent ages talking about it because i just if you can't tell i'm fascinated with like the past and like what people used to do back then seriously um thank you for mentioning it no but the, I, I was wondering you said you you would like to have the original set of cards does she not have the drawings in it in the book like no nope. no you okay, think th you think this lady writing a book all about her cards you think yeah should at least put pictures in there <laughs> not a single picture you got pictures about star signs pictures about the mat on where to put the cards pictures of people and not a single one about the cards so i thought many a times of getting a special set printed because i'll be imagine that i'm the only one now who might potentially have those specific cards like a new set made that we used back then like just at the turn of oh. obviously like the 1900s so you would you would fill the wimbledon stadium just playing those but i imagine if you only had one book printed or like one series of uh, the first yeah whatever. not one uh, book like cracky i'm not <laughs> the first not edition first edition or whatever you call it the first run of print how many did she have her own cards like she was drawing them and had them printed as well or was it another artist yeah, doing see, it for literally that that's what i wanted to know and there's there's so many mysteries in here and like <laughs> it says all about how to use them but literally it's like that's all you know it's like you know how to use the cards you know how to use all of their specific things and you know she goes through and talks about obviously how uh how the the zodiac signs are linked to the body and like specific organs and it goes weird like that 
but not once does she say actually the design and 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 anything like that so although you know everything inside and out of how to lay them down how to understand them and how to use them like she covers how to use them just for a bit of fun and entertainment and how to use them like as a serious psychic in the book but not once does it mention actually what the cards must look like which makes me think were they ever sold separately was was this something where she had the cards originally with them and and they've been lost through the years or or was it a popular thing in New York that people have now just forgotten? And like, it's just one of the mysteries that have been lost over time. And like, sadly, we'd never know. And I've done a lot of research. Like, I think I've had this book in my um in my possession. Um, I've just found a little note in the back of her selling portable tables to order. And uh, you can order, look at this. And this goes back to the question. You can order a portable table for $3.00. You can order a folding cardboard, like to place your cards on for $1. But there is no note in there to buy the actual cards. <laughs> so they're a real mystery. And like, there's nothing in there about them in particular. You've got everything of how to use them. But when it comes down to the cards themselves. I think, I think if you can go as an English dude in nowadays Corona time to New York, down in the underground <laughs> you might find this weird person which has all these different cards yeah. but uh do you know how many cards there actually were yeah does so he actually it... mention it like you had 34 different cards or 56 or i don't know these are two numbers just coming up in my head yeah i can give you an exact number um you'll have to bear with me as i find the specific page because that one i have forgotten. Yeah, but this so. is not a big book so yeah uh, it can be what is it 90 pages or 90 seconds <laughs> it's exactly that as you go through there we go so ooh, you have just looking at a bookmark that I've left in a very interesting page, <laughs> uh, which is in here. I want to tell you exactly what this is. Don't know whether you're going to cut this out or leave me uh, mindlessly talking as I go through and uh, and find this. But obviously, you've got one for each uh, zodiac sign going through. Ah, one for each. How many zodiacs do we have? Twelve. You've got twelve. <laughs> yeah, there was a new one that uh, was going about. Um, which they said, oh, just come in. But really, no, no. Well, NASA yeah. came out and said, no, it don't exist. And uh, it's never been used in any of the old things. So um, loads of people can't find it. Okay. Look at that. Never, you know, take a uh, take a gym quick course on uh, on speed reading. You'll be able to take everything in. Not me. <laughs> um, <laughs> my intuition. There you go. There's a fancy word for this. My intuition wants to say there's 24 specific cards because they are split into like the specific star signs. Yeah. And then it goes through the depictions of those like the stars, the zodiac signs. And uh, so you've got all the star signs there. Like you've got the Cancer, Libra, uh, Sagittarius, Scorpio, all those cards laid out. Um, and then she's given uh, the meanings and specific descriptions for each one. And then you've got like the specific traits and character cards to go with it. And my intuition is either saying 24 or 43 uh, or 32. So it's not like a full pack of cards. Like there's only a few, like you've got the 12 Zodiac cards. And then if you add 24 to that, you're looking at what? 36. 36. Like so 
yeah my first my first guess was 36 or 54 for whatever funny reason yeah. but strange how, things have occurred here but yeah like, <laughs> how like, would you play a, it you would pull three cards or literally shuffle them up deal them out uh one of the things she says is um it goes through about uh guessing um a specific person that's gonna gonna come into your life and um and she said to do that is is bizarre this uh the book goes like that and she said take all the zodiac cards shuffle them up and then um and then deal one out and then she's got next to it like uh, whether that person's going to be married unmarried blonde or brunette male or female so it's, it, it is as simple as shuffle them up bang deal it out and say whatever whatever the the appropriate meaning is and you know i imagine what this lady would have done based on my research into tarot is also use some of her natural intuition alongside that and because these these divination tools i don't know how much you know about them no. okay i'll give you a rundown it's um it's more <laughs> of a um a prompt uh, for your own intuition so like uh with any uh any reading system everything has their meanings but any true psychic any real psychic will use the cards in their very specific ways and uh, and they will use it more as a guide to to channel their thoughts and and what they have coming to mind uh, i imagine this is probably how this lady used them so she would probably shuffle up the cards deal them out and obviously she's assigned uh, the specific meanings the specific characteristics um and in the back what i mentioned earlier like there is a card associated with like death and disease and suicide like <laughs> like maybe it needs upgrading to the modern audience now and slightly toning back a bit um but i imagine she would have used those as more of like a guide because in the book it is very like structured very linear like this card means this if this is drawn it means this specific thing you go through it it means this like for example um it goes through and like like in this i've just opened to a random page she breaks down the actual zodiac sign of an aries um saying it is the trinity uh it is a positive magnet for the fire trinity masculine principle positive and uh, an electric in character uh, and diffusive in action and it goes through all of these various different things i'm born on the 13th of april <laughs> you are born on the 13th <laughs> there, we there we go strange things have happened not only have you guessed the amount the amount of cards in here just spontaneously <laughs> The book mysteriously opens to your star sign, like out of ninety-four yeah. pages. Wow, you know that's 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 a real <laughs> interesting thing here. Um, but yeah, there's like you've got other things. You've got um, individual worth, uh, prominence, wealth, um, approximated. So it goes into how to determine like all of this. Um, like it's it's crazy like she's she's broken it down into various different things so like you can use the star signs to determine um how much time might be um associated to a, a certain uh, event broken down into like the minutes the hours the days the week so there's it, it's weird <laughs> like there's so many different things in here but like i say like with any divination tool like this it's used as more of a guide of your intuition. So you take the meanings, you you understand the cards and like like how to use them and like it would have been great to actually see what they were like. I would have loved to own a set and that's why I'm thinking about getting some printed. 
But when you're using them, when you're dealing them out, you're more kind of relying on like that, that inner thought, like channeling like your inner energy, your inner thoughts, and like guiding that through to uh, to pick up on like what's going to come with someone's future. Um, at least that's how a lot of psychics I know nowadays read cards. That's how I read cards. And I imagine that's probably what this lady does as well. Well, did. <laughs> if she's still alive, that would be the third miracle of the day. Who knows? If we are going into mysticism, spirituality, r card reading, who knows if it's you? There we are. You just found a book you wrote. <laughs> no, but um, I guess you would you would know if um, your past life would have been that lady, not right? I guess there would be some kind of intuition coming up. Uh, maybe, or maybe this is a sign, like all these weird things that have happened in the podcast, and <laughs> now I'm here talking about talking about ghosts and bat skeletons and all these old books, and then like <laughs> the book mysteriously opens, like I hold it in my hand and it opens to an Aries, and you're like. I'm looking at you and I thought you'd raise your time saying time limit is up. We finished the interview. And you're like, no, I'm an Aries. That's open to my page. <laughs> like all these weird things. Maybe that's a sign. We never know. Yeah. We never know. Uh, you can believe in it or you can deny it or just say there's no proof. So there's no sign, but um, yeah, I can see we can have like a one and a half hour talk just about <laughs> that book and the whole topic. You say you're generally interested in tarot cards and all these different mysticism. How much now you say you do not have the cards coming with the book or the book coming with the cards or whatever, whichever way <laughs> that is with the book. But what could you take out of the book for your life? Have you used her guidance there with other cards? Yeah. So the really the one of the um, main things I've, I've got my uh, little tarot cards with me now, um, which I use. And one of the real things which I took from this book and like if anyone is able to get a copy of it is <laughs> just how to which best of luck um, <laughs> is it's really how to um, talk and deliver a reading. And and how especially back then and you know when whenever you read like and it, it doesn't just apply to any book on like a a specific niche down like talking about zodiacal cards like which <laughs> apparently no one's heard of heard of it before apart from me and the other people that own the books, um but really like with anything from the past you have to update it into the modern world so like I can't be going around saying that this card is associated with suicide <laughs> like I'm not sure that would go down well especially with twenty to but what you yeah. we laugh with a slightly dark tone then but um but 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 back then that sort of that sort of stuff used to be really popular like everyone loved talking about death and and that was the in thing back then and um but one of the main things i've i've really taken from it is just how to how to properly deliver a reading and and how to just like engage with with your sitter the the person coming for the reading and and just how to make it interesting and and mysterious like one of the things that she does in the book and because delivering a reading what from my personal experience and and from being in like mediumship groups and that yes it's all about what can you tell them can you give them an insight into their future but there's a certain aspect like I, i'm a performer as well and and i do mind reading like um find weird videos online by searching Ashley Green Mind Reader and you watch me read minds like a 
deranged mind reader. I don't know. Um, but I am... Um, <laughs> Like, so I, I do performing and, and it's very much with like these old books, like there's so much focus on like the process, like oh, you must do this, you must do this, you must lay them out like this. And there's all these specific meanings in that. And that's one thing that anyone that's interested in, in, in readings and divinations, whether you're interested in runes or tarot cards, like remembering about like the performance as well, making it interesting for the sitter, because, you know, if anyone's coming to a psychic and, and wanting to know about about the future and what's coming up they also want to have a good time so there's that that moment that you can take from the fields of entertainment and especially what i've taken from this book of like how she actually delivers the information and goes into it that like you can take out and make make any reading like more impactful more uh, more entertaining and and more fun in that moment because like what's what's more interesting what would you enjoy more like you walk into the weird booth and the and the psychic goes yes uh you're going to get a wardrobe delivered in november uh probably going to have a car crash in june and uh then your child's going to bring up a new hobby of football and then the reading finishes or they go into like this the the more the like the the, the the fun and they get you to shuffle the cards and, and you bring them back and there's this process about dealing them and and then divining and going through each card and going through the process and building up rather than just like giving giving it straight away and um i think it's really interesting when you look at the world of entertainment and the world of just like full-on psychic stuff and when you merge the two like there's some really interesting i mean that's what i do and that's why i love it but yeah there's some there's some real gold you can take from here um, to apply if if you're interested in 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 the field of entertainment mentalism we call it mind reading or just like tarot reading in general like seeing the other side and how someone else does this stuff from back then yeah there's there's some really interesting stories for that while you came and nicely described how you can present it just very dry or entertaining i was just thinking does that book also come with like you have to have like a nebular machine which is giving like this nice foggy atmosphere then yeah. the lights everywhere and the curtains and what kind of dress you should wear <laughs> that's it she was the only lady in uh, in new york 1902 and she was the only one there with a smoke machine that's how she managed to get the book printed it was it was by coming up with the invention of the the mysterious smoke machine that she finally had the money to then get all these books produced so uh, you've solved the mystery there <laughs> no i just had this vi yeah that's my my visual um, imagination right when you talked about these things i just saw like you're sitting there with this round table and of course like the the ball and the tarot cards and the curtains all around you and this like dim lit light and candles and <laughs> smoke everywhere. You know, you joke, but there was an actual, <laughs> I, I know this has gone off topic, but it's so relevant. There was an actual study done into this and, um, and it was just about um, making a performance of performance, even in like the psychic world where you're not really coming for the performance you're coming for just like the information and you are actually coming for the performance. <laughs> and um what they done was they got someone who was like a really bad psychic who couldn't pick up on anything and and take me and uh there we go <laughs> they took oliver um back then and then they took a um a, took a, a a mind reader um someone who had the skills to 
to get the information off off uh, off the person and uh, they also combined it with a couple of magical methods um like the magician to get the information off them because they wanted to see if if having like wow they know this so much about me like they know all of this like that's crazy or they wanted to see if that would be interesting or like for the audience whether they'd be more interested in in, in the actual psychic even though they couldn't guess a lot so anyway the study went ahead and they had uh they had the sitter in and the uh the the mentalist the mind reader went in and revealed some crazy stuff about this people and went into all this depth and uh and said blah 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 this 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 and um the person was like oh my gosh how the hell do you know that about me and then they got the uh the other psychic come in and um nothing was correct <laughs> nothing he didn't guess anything about them but the interesting thing came where um the people doing this study um you know i've probably mixed a few things up but it's it's on track it's kind of what happened and uh, the people doing this um doing this little test asked the uh, asked the sitter who, who did you prefer is the uh, the experience you know seeing the psychic and uh, and they chose the guy who didn't actually guess anything and the reasons being were that he looked like a psychic you know the reasons being he was dressed like a psychic so it proves the point that like even though someone's going to see a psychic there's got to be that element of performance there even if they're not actually going to uh to theater even though if they're not seeing a performance like whenever you deliver a tarot reading it's not just sat there just having a blah 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 this is what's going to come like when you can have conversation when you can engage when you can chat when you can when you can look the part as well all these other things come into play and and if that one thing proves it like you know being asked a question who did you think was more psychic who did you enjoy more the guy who literally told you all of this crazy stuff that he could not have possibly known about you or the guy that told you nothing but looked like a psychic and they all chose him and like that's that's something really really interesting to consider yes so i can definitely see this with the performance right and and what you get over and over um through the study, through podcasts like Tim Ferriss and and the like, and books, you know, uh, I teach you how to be rich. They they all talk. It's it's not the product people want from. Uh, I mean, the people want the product from you, but it's not. That's why they come to you. It's because of you, because of who you are and uh, how you sell it or why you do something. And and I guess if you do mind reading, it's of course how you present yourself, and and. I guess it's also coming with is the person smiling and really warm or is the person just very cold and just like, okay, duck, 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 duck. I make the money. Um, I guess that also makes a big difference. Right. Yeah. And that, that's one of the things which I think was, um, you know, missing, although I say there's some, there's some great points in this. Um, not that I can really complain because I don't think there's anyone I can complain to about the focus <laughs> that old. Um, but it goes through like, how to use them like like i said from the start the book is like okay you've got these cards i don't it's <laughs> half of it gone um but it's just like how to use them how to use them in a reading like what each card means this card means it's this card means it's this is how to do it with this this is how to blah 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 and there there are tips you can take about how to how to use in your performance like how to deliver the information but like it would have been nice if um if maybe she covered it a little bit more more for the beginner about 
how to actually lead up to it and like when someone comes in and like how to actually present a reading and and go from there which i think was something you know missing from this book but but then again like there's not much information out there on the lady um so you you don't know who she was aiming this at like it could just be people that were interested in her and the way she done her readings like you'll never really know um okay so she obviously had her has her reasons but it would have been nice if there was a you know a bit more expansion in the beginning about just in general about like readings why people are interested like how you should actually present them rather than having to like look through the lines and thinking okay she's saying this so yeah blah 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 you know it would have been nice if it was clear and laid out so for the the beginner they could have okay so yeah normally i ask for whom whom would you recommend this book but i guess that's kind of um difficult in this case it's very niche i mean like if you can pick up a copy i'm like i'm sure there's i'm sure you could probably find i don't know whether it's like a an ebook someone's illegally scanned it online or whatever um but really like the only people that are going to be interested in this is there's not a lot but it's people like specifically who have an underlining interest like i do in tarot cards or some sort of reading system like the only people that would like if it was commercial and available to buy today the only people that would be interested are those who actually enjoy you know enjoy this stuff already and, and not like the ones really receiving it but the ones actually giving the readings doing the readings and because like i said all throughout this it's a it's a different perspective to see how someone used to do readings back then how someone used to use a different set of cards back then so it's only really of interest in, to people who kind of do it um so it's it's really niche um but then again you might be uh might be even more difficult because it's hard to pick up a copy <laughs> yeah so and if someone says okay this actually green dude uh with his tarot card and his uh, spooky um box in the corner <laughs> uh, and the bat skeleton don't forget that <laughs> <laughs> Back to, uh made me interested in 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 readings is there any other book you would recommend for any beginner? Um, controversial view. Uh, no, there's a lot of work on um, on tarot readings. Uh, there's a lot of work on cartomancy. There's a lot of work on runes. But you can read too much into it. You know what? <laughs> I, I I do readings myself, and like, um, you know, there's there's uh, works out there from. Uh, from psychics breaking it down how they deliver readings there's works out there from psychologists breaking down the psychology behind the readings and how they work and why they work and there's all like the information like all in between and um like my, my friend has written one of the best go-to books on a specific area known as cold reading like when you break down like the specific uh some parts of a reading it's like i won't bore you with it but he's, he's addressed all the psychology behind that specific area and um and i don't although it's a great book and it's a great read i don't recommend these to people when they're interested in getting further in readings what i do recommend is that if someone wants to go out there and wants to be a, a tarot reader themselves wants to print a set of zodiacal cards and <laughs> find out themselves the hard way of what they might look like or do cartomancy or anything like that the best way in which you can learn it is by finding someone that already does it watching them studying them 
getting the tools yourself so buying a pack of tarot cards and just messaging someone and say hey can I do a tarot reading for you and jumping straight in like that is exactly how I learn because sometimes you can learn so much through reading and and especially when you're trying to like divine the future the the problem I see when I when I teach people about this is they get stuck so much with the with the logic and and like how for example this book's laid out like this card has this meaning this has this meaning and that's the same with every book on tarot cards and divinations and fortune telling it's all laid out in like such a basic and simple linear kind of approach like this is this this is this this is this do this do this job done but when in reality when you actually do readings that's not how it works but the reason why it's broken down like that is probably because it's the only real way you can brain dump that information on the paper so like i said the best way if someone's interested is not to go straight to the books is to get out there and do it for real go out there and start actually doing this in person even if you don't feel you have the experience because when i started doing tarot readings i thought i know nothing about this i don't even know what the card means so i said to a friend can i give you a five minute tarot reading and she went, yeah. So we set up uh, a video call and I started dealing tarot cards. This was ages ago. And uh, 25 minutes later, we were still going. And it was at that moment I realized, ah, oh, so this is how it works. This is how you do a tarot reading. And that's what I say to anyone. If you're interested <laughs> in actually doing it, do it. Then if you're still interested in it and you want to actually learn more about the history and how other people do their readings, then go to the books. If you want to start doing tower readings, just do it straight away. Otherwise, you'll get caught looking at reading systems, looking at different ways of divining the future. And you'll never go there because so many people say, oh, yeah, I get it. But there's a lot to memorize when in reality, no, just do it. Just just do it. <laughs> Perfect. Just do it. So... If that would be another podcast, this would be the title. Uh, <laughs> but the title is the book. So, yeah, controversial view quickly. We come on a, a podcast <laughs> talking about books and we finish saying, don't read, don't get the book, just do the thing, <laughs> read after. Like, take that into any other context and it wouldn't make sense. Mechanical engineering, yeah, don't read up on it, just do it. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I would say many, many things, just do it. And uh, because I'm one which is also too much in the mind, and then you have all the theory and you're not doing it. Mm. But I can I can definitely see. I mean, when you say just take some car tarot cards and start playing, I'm like, oh my goodness, uh, you can do it for fun, right? And you shouldn't take it too serious in the beginning. Yes, exactly that. Just do it because you enjoy it. Do yeah. it because like the only reason why you're going to start playing with them is because you want to read tarot cards and you just want to do it for fun yeah. so like don't get the ones of suicide and all that uh yeah things don't buy it. this book <laughs> well <laughs> no, don't, cards... don't read that specific line at the back of the book <laughs> no i mean don't get those cards and you go to friends and start like oh there's a suicide and a death <laughs> no we don't want that um but anyway where can people reach out to you and i said this was fun and I want to know more about this man Thank you. in orange glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those who can't see, I've dressed up all fancy. I've got my nice microphone, my books behind me, the haunted stuff in my house, and uh, some blue light blocking glasses to keep out all of that nasty blue light so I can sleep better. Um, but yeah, 
if people want to find me like i do a lot of things um i've uh, i do a lot of shows all over the world um at the moment as of recording this covid i'm doing shows from my bedroom so i was in <laughs> switzerland uh, uh switzerland on uh, on friday the day before that oh no uh, last week on friday uh the day before that i was in uh i think i was in israel and then i've done paris and america all in a week <laughs> from my living room because <laughs> uh, that's a world of living now um but yeah you can find me like my website is ashleygreenofficial.com um you'll see on there that i do many events i do events all over the world like i put on like uh I, i'm planning a theater show with aiden who was on this podcast we're planning to travel the uk once theaters reopen over here once it's safe to do so i'm currently teamed up with a guy over in canada a virtual theater over there um and and i'm headlining i love along with some other like top guests at the top of their field um doing online shows for the american market um so check out the forum virtual theater is where where i'm doing a lot of my public performances if anyone's watching this and they run a company and they want obviously uh the uh the other entertainment i do yeah ashleygreenofficial.com is me um, and then you've got all the socials on top of that oh, this is one of the biggest plugs in the world ashley green mind reader anywhere in the world you can find me look at and, that i didn't take too long did i no and then you have to podcast with aiden <laughs> oh my gosh don't stop me on that i'll be talking for an hour um yeah no i i do another podcast called the successful mentalist it's it's mainly aimed at magicians um yeah. that one but it's good fun today yes so we will put all the links uh so the show notes will lot. be links <laughs> for everyone but the um, show notes will be more pages than the book i bought today <laughs> the book is like a little pamphlet of 94 pages with all these links i'm saying go to this website this website this is my instagram this is my facebook ashley green mind reader on youtube is me ashley green mind reader on twitter is me the successful <laughs> mentalist all these links you're going to be typing for years to get this in but that's why i have you <laughs> sending me <them. laughs> touche but listeners if you didn't get tired by now <laughs> from us talking about not reading books and uh, more text and links thank you for uh, listening to the end and of course go and click this uh, like button and subscribe button and go and check out ashley green and the mentalist podcast or oh, professional mentalist or whatever it's called <laughs> successful mentalist nearly successful. there nearly there so close so close we was going so well and then the end of the podcast ah no <laughs> yeah we, we both talked about uh bloppers in our podcasting uh career shit happens <laughs> and yeah if, if I'm going to have another episode, then click on that for, um, I mean, for the advanced calendar. Else, another one will come. I have other people on the line. I'm definitely going to interview Ashley in depth <laughs> about his weird interests and uh, also Aiden and so on and so forth. But I do not know if I'm going to have another advanced episode, but who knows? If so, please go and click on it and listen to it. Thank you so much, Ashley, for this episode. And I'm looking forward for next year's full-blown big interview. <laughs> thank you. And thank you for having me. And uh, remember, Ashley Remind Reader on all the social medias. <laughs> Another cheeky plug.